Welcome back to Soul Back. This is the R&B podcast. Kyle here back with Tom and Ed. What's going on, guys? What is going on, players? As we record, man, it's been a hard week and a half for hip-hop. So if I'm in a little bit in my feelings, we're going to snap it out of it today because my mind is on my boy, Black Rob. We just lost DMX the other day. A lot going on. So, man, we're going to talk a little R&B to kind of lift the spirits around here. Well, luckily, Ed, I got something to cheer you up. I prepared a little something. We've been at this for uh, for about, I don't know, five, six years now, I think. And I don't think I give you guys enough props. So what I did was I went into my discography and looked into some artists and thought of an artist I can compare each of you to. Like, mm. Ed, you are the this of R&B podcasting. Kyle, you're the... All right. Okay. Who wants theirs first? Give it to Ed. Let's see what he is. All right, <laughs> give Ed. it to me. <laughs> and Ed, I got to warn you, I'm comparing you to an artist who, one of your favorites, by the way, but we don't nearly name this artist enough. Okay. On this podcast. And I'm not going to give any explanation either. Okay. You just got to accept it and move on. Uh, okay. Now I'm Ed, worried. You are of R&B podcasters. You are the Alexander O'Neill. Hmm. <laughs> Alexander <laughs> O'Neill. What? <laughs> Alexander O'Neill? <laughs> I heard oh, a song in, in the car today and I'm like, Ed that, Bowser. That's Ed Bowser. <laughs> Hey, Tom, you got to be careful about saying the word Bowser. Nintendo's out here oh, suing. Nintendo, you got to be careful. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, I heard that. <laughs> okay. And Hasht- Bowser, unaffiliated with Bowser from Super Mario. Is that Hashtag not all Bowsers. Let us live, player. <laughs> Kyle? Yes. I got one for you, too. All right. Kyle, of R&B podcasters, you are the James Fauntleroy. Oh man, what? that's a good one. That's a that's good actually one. a good one. Oh, Both man. of that's... these are hilarious to me. I think they, the Fauntleroy one is fits. The Alexander O'Neill that I admit that was just kind of a joke. You just, you just <laughs> threw it out there. <laughs> you just yeah. now admit that. Yes, I just wanted to name Alexander O'Neill on a podcast because I don't think we ever have. That's true. We don't, and we should because that's my guy. <laughs> well. Tom, can we call you the Jacquees of R&B podcast? Oh, <laughs> yes, Yo, we can. His new his new yes. mixtape has Joe, uh, John B, and Darnell Jones on it. He covered oh, three ta- songs, and those are your. Are top we talking feet. about this? Are we those actually going to talk? We're not going to talk about it. Well, maybe later, but I just wanted to I point. Would, it you out. don't want me to talk about it. Just leave bring, it. There. Bring that up later, Kyle. I would love to. Okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> but uh, I want to give a shout out first before we uh, go any further. Um, I got to shout out our guy from France. I can't pronounce his name, but he hit us up recently on our at Soulback podcast handle on Instagram. Go follow us. And uh, he's from France. He doesn't really speak a lot of English, but he gave us so much props and said, you know, he recently discovered us and he loves our podcast. He loves the fact that we talk about R&B. And uh, even though we all have different tastes, we seem to get along, which is nice to know. (laughs) Which that is, is actually so pretty true. true but yeah shout out to the homie i mean i saw the i saw the post i thought it was great yeah. and it proves i mean he said that you know english isn't my first language i understood it better than some of these tweets y'all sent me so what's your excuse? Oh, people with english from your first language <laughs> however it's always good to see the love i appreciate the love and that's why we do what we do because we are connecting the r&b community here. 
Kyle, can I give a couple quick shout outs? Yes. First of all, shout out to everyone who's been tuned in every week live on Instagram, on YouTube. We really appreciate that. Appreciate all the feedback. I want to give a couple quick shout outs to our guy, Desario, mm. you know, graphic designer. He's hooked us up with some graphics and out of the kindness of his heart, he came to us and hooked us up with them. Like we didn't even ask. So I think that's special. He deserves a shout out. And I want Definitely to shout out our boy, to. Nico. He's a new member of, you know, I got soul. We haven't nice. officially introduced him, but he's doing a lot with us behind the scenes. So he definitely deserves props. I haven't even met Nico yet. So yeah, shout out. Yep. Absolutely. Um, man, so much to talk about here, uh, in R and B and, uh, I'll tell you what, Tom, I think it's time to start off with our R&B trivia that, oh, uh, that you have prepared. And uh, I don't know if, if I'm allowed to make up prizes, but I think the winner of this R&B trivia should get a copy of that new Ninja Turtles game that's coming up <laughs> for, the, for the Switch. Ed, can we talk about that game and how nostalgic it is? Listen, player, I, Turtles in Time is one of my favorite games ever. They got this joint coming out for the Switch called like Shredder's Revenge or something. It looks like a throwback to the 90s. I'm here for it. Can't wait. Two things about that game. If any of you guys pick Leonardo, I'm not playing the game with you. Mm. That's it. That's my Why guy. Is that? Is that my last name is Leo. I get, I get Leonardo. That's, That's just how it goes. That, that is how it goes. I get, you get Leonardo, I get the Bowser lawsuit. We see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, Speaking of Turtles in Time, I was never able to master that move where you throw the guy at the screen and like take him out in one move, the foot soldier. How does that even work? I think you it's random. Not... It's random. No, it? it's not random. There's a way to do it. You have to, there's a boss you have to beat and you can only throw him at the screen. I don't remember how to do I, it. I, I don't know. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as the trivia, you guys ready? Yes. I guess. This is the fourth week we're doing this and I got a little special something in store for you guys. This is the, the R&B Masters Edition. So mm -hmm. I gave you guys some hard questions before. Now we're at the point where if you guys can answer any of these questions, you are an R&B master. And on top of that, I'm going to give you the same question at the same time. So if either of you can speak up. It's not one each. Okay. And this is going to be tough, guys. If you can get one. That Ninja we'll Turtles game is on the way to your house. Kyle always gets the softballs. I always get the hardballs. So <laughs> both of us are getting it. Maybe yep. I can figure this thing out. All right. I'll start out with the easiest question of the bunch. Okay. Name both members of the group Product GNB. <laughs> oh, man. You know I cannot name group <laughs> members. We've talked about this. <laughs> I, am, I ain't got nothing for you. Shout out to Product GNB. I don't know. Um, I actually know this. Yeah. Maria and Maria. Oh, come on. <laughs> Product GMB are our boys. We just reached out to them for an interview. You better know, Kyle. Did we get it? No. Oh, Obviously okay. not. If you don't know their name. <laughs> it's Marvin and David. Yes. I, Marvin is familiar. Yes. Mm. All right. And actually their debut that got shelved had some, some dope songs on it. If you guys haven't heard that. I have not heard the shelf debut. No. Nope. Check on LimeWire. You'll find it. Okay. I hope you give me the Norton to clean up my <laughs> freaking computer. Next up, how many albums? I'm going to name an artist. Tell me how many albums this artist has put out. Joe. Oh, come on. All right. Wait. The, the holiday album doesn't count. 
Okay. So like album um, albums. Yeah. Okay. I should know this because I rank them about you a guys year. can work together as a team if you want. All right. Um, All right, Ed, let's 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 go. Let, let's list them. I think this will help. Okay. So we've got the first album that no one actually knows about. That's everything. Very good. Uh, then we have All That I Am. Yes. My name is Joe. Yes. Uh, the one with Let's Stay Home Tonight. Yes. Yes. What is mm -hmm. that? What's that album called? I can see it. He has a leather jacket on it's on like, the cover. It's like orangey. <laughs> I thought it was yellow. What's it that album? Yellow? What's what's that album, Ed? Oh, I don't know. I can see better it. Days, better days. Better, better days. days. Yes. 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 Better days. You're right. And then we have the G Unit album. Uh, the album that the had more and more. It's called uh, it's called more and more, right? Oh, it's called that. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. called no, that. I thought it was. I thought that was and then, or did we skip? Oh no, it oh, is. Oh yeah, then. no, it's called it's called and then. Yeah. This that's the right. album with more and more on. Yes. Yeah. And the G Unit song. No, oh, the G Unit. Yes, we got. It. <laughs> and then uh, now we're into Kyle's era right here. <laughs> yes. And then there's uh, nothing like me. Ain't nothing like ain't me. nothing like me. Mm-hmm. Are we was that the album where he, is that the is that the album he looked like Nas on the cover? Yes, he had the hoodie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he looked like, like Nostradamus. Yes. Nostradamus, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. And then after that, it's uh, signature. Mm. No, I feel like we missed one. No, I think it's signature. Okay, we'll go with it. We'll go with yeah. it. I don't have the Wikipedia, so you have to know what you guys say. And then Wait, what number are we on? Is that number seven? That's what I was saying. I've oh, lost yeah. count. Somebody I think we're at like, was that six or seven? I thought it, it was six. It would help if we had like movie magic that would like, bing, bing, every time we listen. I know. Out. You're the producer. I can't help you on that one. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to find it. Keep going. Uh. Uh. There's... There's one after signature. I don't remember it. What's the one month after signature? No, what's the one before uh, double back? All right, you already forgotten now. The Gronin's. I did. I told when... you. I told you forgotten now. Joe Thomas, new man. You forgot. That's what I thought yes. signature was. Yes, you're right. Yes, that's yeah. not my favorite. Yes. Signature, and then it's the good, the bad, and the sexy. So yep. that's cor correct. You're on number nine. Wow. Okay. And then it's uh, double back. You should be home. You should be home free from here, guys. Yes, double, double back. back. And then, then bridges, right? Or did I skip one? Yep. Bridges. bridges. And then my name is Joe Thomas. Yep. So twelve. Twelve. Yep. There you go. Ah, look at the teamwork. Yeah. You missed tough. one though. You totally missed one. Yeah, that's my no, fault. That was my fault. New man. I forgot about that one. No one said Joe Thomas. New man. Ninja yeah. Turtles is still on the show. All right. We'll keep going. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I'm, next well, question. I'm in. Hold on, Tom. What? I got to announce this, though, because I saw it on our friend uh, DJ Soulchild's page. Uh, apparently, uh, Joe's working on a double album right now. It's supposed to come out this year. Yes, I've heard that. We've heard that since last August, but we'll hope for the best. That's all I got to say. Will it, come right. up, will it come up before the Tyrese album? The joint album? <laughs> yeah, I think, the, I think the Joe album. I don't think that joint project's ever coming out. Okay. But the Joe album, I, I actually think we'll get a Joe album soon, okay. but I don't know when. <clears throat> All right. All right. 
Next question. Name the okay. first single released by this artist. The first single they ever released. Guy. Okay. Kyle, I know you're looking at me because you were like negative <laughs> at this age or something. I have a general idea, but I don't I don't know. No, because what I'm thinking of is absolutely not right. So what's your general idea? It's a trick question, isn't it, Tom? It is a trick question. Yeah, okay. it's a trick because that's why that, I'm like, I'm not. That, then I'm with. throwing my hat. I, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the song was round and round. Yeah, exactly. Like it yeah. wasn't freaking I like or whatever. So, yeah, I told you guys this was hard. Yeah. OK, we'll, we'll, we'll make it a little easier now. OK, what year did this artist release their debut album? This is an artist we talk about a lot in the show. He's my boy, Mark Nelson. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ed's reaction is priceless. I love it. And we're uh, not talking as yet. We're talking solo. And we're not even talking about chocolate mood. I'll give you a hint. Hmm. 97. 1991. What? Kyle, we interviewed him and he gave the whole history. Oh. Do you listen to my interviews, Kyle? Damn. I gotta say. Damn. Uh, well, uh, in your defense, we do a ton of freaking interviews. Yeah. So yeah. no one has that much time in the day. That's true. Ed, you have no excuse. You have nothing going on. Oh, please. <laughs> Did you, would you know it if you talked to him? No. I'd be talking about <laughs> Ajit too. Mm. All right. Last question. Have we gotten anything right here? No. I count Joe as right. All right, we're going back to the first single released by category. All okay. Right. Brian McKnight. Ooh. No. Now, I know the year of that. Yes. But, I mean, it ain't One Last Cry. No. No. But that is one of the saddest songs of all time. I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, no question. Yes. But his I, first I don't song, know. Some I... song in 92. That's all I can tell you. It's called The Way Love Goes. Yet another one that I does not really <laughs> I told you this was hard. All right. This is since you guys since you guys perform so poorly, I'm gonna give you a chance, a bonus question to clean it all up and come out uh -huh. on top. Mm -hmm. Name three songs by this artist. All right. One of Ed's favorite artists of all time. Alexander O'Neill. Name three songs. Alexander O'Neill. Why is this the Alexander O'Neill show? <laughs> and Saturday Love does not count. Oh, I'm not, no, come on now, player. That should count. You talk about a classic. Oh, my gosh. I guess, Kyle, you're not going to jump on this one. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, hold up. I mean, first of all, fake. That's easy. Um, well, uh, well, Ed, I'll, I'll tell you what. We can probably just name three songs that don't even exist, and Tom won't even know if it's true or not. Oh, come on. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> first of all, I should be able to count Saturday Love, but let me, let me think back to the 80s. Because we fake is easy. Criticize is easy. So I need one more. Criticize? Yeah. Wasn't that a Shalimar song? No, that was one of his songs. It was a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so you asked the question and don't know. I was the song? listening to 80s R&B today. 
Wow. Let's scrap this. Let's scrap this question. Where you no, listening to? Get Alexander. Give me, give la- me some. <laughs> la- last thing. I want you on the spot to name this. Better okay. song. Luther Vandross, Never Too Much, or Frankie Beverly and Mays, Before I Let Go. Both of you answer that. Frankie. Like, which and, this is be- and this is because you guys never let me do my 80s R&B episode. Before I Let Go. Not even um, close. I love Luther, I but no. Say, I, I want to say Never Too Much, but I think it's just because Frankie B's a little played out. Like, I hear it so much. But they're on the same level. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right, you guys won by a technicality, I guess, on the Joe question. So, Ninja Turtles all around. Well, you yeah, should have yeah. given me more time for Alexander O'Neill and given me Saturday Love and stop cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I had my three songs. Oh, man. Well, thank you for that quiz or that trivia, Tom. Well, I uh, guess. I think we all have some homework to do. Uh, but let's switch gears here. Uh, Ed, you talked about a couple of artists that passed away. Black Rob, DMX. We forgot Quindon Tarver. Yes, I did forget about that. He Man, it does away, come in threes. I believe from a car accident, but I need right. to confirm on that. But with DMX's passing, because of the three, I think he's the most recognizable. And uh, he's done some stuff in R&B as well. And I spent the past week going back and listening to the DMX catalog and just some of his collaborations I really love that song he did with Monica on Monica's one of my favorites yeah. Yeah. album. But then I stumbled on that Aaliyah record, Come Back in One Piece. And it really got mm. me thinking because then I went back and looked at the Romeo Must Die soundtrack, which is like one of the best soundtracks. But Aaliyah has four songs on that soundtrack, one with DMX. She has Are You Feeling Me with Timbaland, um, Try Again, uh, the one that Static wrote, and then also... Um, I don't want to, which Jonte Austin wrote. So I'm going to ask you guys this. Of those four, which is the one, which is the best one of those four? Because all four of them, I would say, are great songs. Three of them were actually singles. I don't think Are You Feeling Me was a single, but it kind of feels like one. Like oh. people, people celebrate that song like it was a single. So of those four, which one are you guys rocking with, Tom? Who produced uh, Come Back in One Piece, Kyle? Irv Gotti. Oh, wow. I always thought that was such a unique production. You yeah. know, that's why it stood out to me. Yeah. First of all, shout out to DMX. I always loved, you know, the song he had with Faith Evans on his debut album. Yep. How's it going down? Um, and he collaborated with Faith later on in a couple albums later, I believe. Yeah, but, certainly you did. know, true R&B legend. As far as this Aaliyah question, first of all, I just want to say how unique it was to have an artist release four songs on a soundtrack. Like, I mean, we've seen similar things, but I thought it was so dope that Aaliyah did that. All those four songs were, were standouts. Yeah. Um, I don't, I never loved Try Again, even though it was a huge hit. I mean, I, I think it's a good song. I think yeah. it got played out and I kind of just was like over it. And it, it wasn't Argue That Somebody to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I couldn't love it. I don't want to, just to me, it was a little too slow for my taste. Are You Feeling Me? Cool song. It's cool. You know, I like it. I like it a lot, but I got to go with the DMX song. Come back. Mm. Well, that's the one I play the most. Just unique, you know, the way the collaboration, the production, you know, especially for Aaliyah. So I'd like that one. What about you, Ed? Well, once again, shout out to my boy DMX. Honestly, one of my favorite artists of all time. I've taught, I think I've taught here before. Like, I have his book, is one of my favorite books of all time. His debut album is one of my favorite albums of all time. And if you were not around in 1998, it's just 
and it's kind of hard to describe how one guy instantly changed the landscape over the course of like a year. He showed up on a random LL song in 1997. By 98, everybody was riding motorcycles with pit bulls on chains, mm. doing the little circles in the parking lot. Like mm. he absolutely transformed the game. Put all those shiny suits of puffs in the closet. So shout <laughs> out to DMX for completely giving hip hop a makeover. And even though, I mean, I say it all the time here, y'all, we got to celebrate our legends, whether him yes. or Black Rob. It's, it's, it's sad that when we see them out of the spotlight or we see them struggling, we, yeah. we poke fun or, or talk about, oh, they fell off and this or that. Like these dudes actually put the groundwork in for the music that you love today. So show love while they're here. Don't yeah. do the post after they're gone because they yeah. can't see it. But getting back to the point, those four songs, you're right. The reviewer, I can take reviewer Ed and fan Ed because mm. reviewer Ed can say that all four of these songs are great. Yeah. But from a fan perspective, I got to agree with Tom on Try Again. I was never a big Try Again fan. Like, it's all right. It just never did much for me. And the fact they played it out, kind of yeah. put it off the table. But along with that, much as I just gave DMX props, I never really liked Get Back in One Piece all that much. Mm. It was this good song, of course, a well-constructed song. I like the production. I really like the Leah's hook, the way she just kind of ran the words together. It's always kind of fun to me, but yep. I didn't love it. Of the four, I Don't Wanna is the one that I play the most. Mm. That's a good pick. Interestingly enough, wasn't I Don't Wanna on another soundtrack as well? Yes. That was on the the second Friday uh, uh, movie. I Something. Think. Yeah, I think it was on that one. I don't even think I knew that. Oh, the, good pick. It was the Friday without Chris Tucker in it. I think uh, it's on that soundtrack too. Um, well, anyway, what's your pick, Kyle? Huh, now you guys got me. Well, I mean, if I choose Try Again, I think I'm going to be getting called out for <laughs> not being a true Aaliyah fan because apparently you're not allowed to like her singles. But Oh my gosh, you can like Try Again if you want to. Um, Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll go with Try Again just for the for the fact. It's not only the song, but it's the, it's the music video where Aaliyah's like walking on the wall with Jet Li in there. I thought that was always mm. super cool. But I would say that of those four songs, I don't want to has had the greatest lasting power. Like people still play that song to this day. I don't know if you guys agree with that. I Well, I feel like Try Again pops up the most, but I don't yeah. want to at the time. I felt like didn't get a lot of love, but it definitely gets the love it deserves now. Yeah. Are You Feeling Me is the one that I feel like no one talks about. And that's no. a fun song. Yeah. Yep. So... I mean, rest in peace to Aaliyah. Rest. You know what's crazy about Come Back in One Piece, and this is what I realized, is DMX has passed away, Aaliyah's passed away, Static's passed away. So that's mm -hmm. three people that were involved in that song that's passed away. Only Irv Gotti is still alive, and we hope Irv Gotti... Something tells is. me, when we're all gone, it'll be the cockroaches, it'll be the Twinkies, oh. and oh, it'll man. be Irv Gotti. Irv ain't going nowhere. Yes. He's too stubborn. Yeah. But Ed, let me say this. To your point, though, we're coming into a time when we're losing more and more of our legends. It's going to keep happening. Yeah. We've got so many out there. They're getting older. Things happen. But Ed, to your point, like we got to celebrate them while they're here. Yeah. I mean, we have to. We can't just keep waiting until they're gone to celebrate them. People were just dissing DMX for being a bum, for being a freaking has-been and washed up. Yeah, You can't treat a legend like that. So let's, let's learn. Let's finally learn and, and move on and keep celebrating these artists. Yeah, play on my own timeline. I remember when DMX had the versus with 
Snoop Dogg. And people were asking, oh, who is going to win? And of course, I picked DMX. I love Snoop, but I thought DMX had the higher highs in terms of hits. And they're, oh, DMX only had one, two good songs. Oh, he's trash. Oh, all he had is Rough Riders album. And of course, the same people now are got a DMX post every three or four seconds. That's cool to celebrate these legends while they're gone, but please show them the respect that they're due right Ed, now so they can see your post. Ed, those are the same people not wearing masks and not getting the vaccine. Oh, man. You're absolutely right. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. I Keep your cooties and your I bad takes yourself. It oh, needs to be taken there. there. Listen, DMX's streams have exploded since his passing, so people are oh. listening now. If they weren't before, they're listening now. Oh, jeez. But on to that I mean, point, I wish guys, they were before. You know what I would like to see from major labels is for them to set up like a union or something so that these artists are protected long after you know their mainstream success when they don't have that ink. I know it's tough, but Ed, I think even in the WWE, which I don't know why I'm comparing comparing it to wrestling, but even you should after, even <laughs> after <laughs> even the rest even after the wrestlers leave the company and you know they go off and do their own thing. If you're a former WWE employee, you can always go into their program if you had some substance abuse or you're struggling with that stuff. Like the WWE will support you throughout that whole process. Like there has to be something like that for hip hop and R and B, or we're going to continue seeing artists that are struggling that have to resort to scamming people. Like, I just want to see something for these artists. It's annoying, and I'm glad you brought it up because one thing, again, that I have seen, like, unfortunately, with Black Rob's situation, we heard we didn't know he had this health situation until around the time that DMX passed, and he kind of showed love to DMX, and we saw him in the hospital not looking well at all. Yeah, And then we hear people saying, oh, he should be rich. And what did he do with his money? And I mean, obviously, who knows what he did with his money? You aren't right. in his household. But instead of how we there should be something to support these artists if they don't have health care. I don't know his situation, but there should be something to support artists where it's beyond we seeing something. And the fact that this man had to do like a GoFundMe to pay his hospital bills, it just kind of breaks my heart. I don't feel like that that is what we should be seeing for our legends. But that's what we saw. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, he passed, but there needs to be something. There needs to be more support. But if you're waiting on the industry to do it, huh, nope. well, please, once <laughs> they get done with you, they they will ring you out like an old diss yeah. rag and throw you aside. And it's like, oh, hope you saved your money because that's the best thing for them. It's sad. And I just wish more for all the people that we love. They gave us all these memories, man. I'm listening to all these Black Rob songs. I dare you, Tom. You know what I'm talking about. I love them. Oh, man. That, I got to <laughs> listen to that debut album now. I told you I heard someone blasting Woe in the Streets out here in Harlem yesterday. I, and you never hear that. So it, I should have known to check mm -hmm. Instagram or check my Twitter feed. Oh, what happened to Black Rob? Yeah. You know, that's the only time they'll play that song. Something happened. You know, something bad that's happened. True. You know? Yeah. But yeah, Kyle, you're right. I mean, but yeah. Music yeah. industry, it'll, it'll chew you up and spit you out. That's yep. how it goes. Yep. They, we got to do better. We got to give these artists dental plans, the whole thing. 401k. Like do it all. <laughs> do it all, guys. Uh, let's talk about some of our favorite releases that have come out recently or just a song that you're really loving right now that you're really feeling that's been on your playlist. It can be old or new, but I mean, I'll start off here. Um, 
I actually just tweeted this out recently. That Seven Streeter song that she put out with Chris Brown and one of the ASAPs, I think it's Ferg. Uh, it samples the total record, Can't You See? I really like that song. I've been playing that a lot. And uh, I have seven... not heard that yet. I'll oh. send it to you later. I think you'll like it. I actually, I don't know if you'll like it. I know how much you yeah. love Total and how uh, how offended you are when anyone samples anything '90s related. Oh. But we'll see. Oh my gosh! I give it a little bit of credit. Come on. Now. All right. Uh, but Seven is set to drop her album, uh, Drunk Thoughts or Drunk Words and Sober Thoughts. I think that's the name. I gotta double check on that. But album <laughs> is set to come out uh, later this year. So stay tuned for that. Drunk Thoughts. That's Ed's motto. <laughs> Yes, you would say that. I saw you with that bottle there. I'm surprised you don't have one off screen today. That's usually your mojo. Can I can I share mine, Kyle? Yes. See, there he goes, right there. Straight vodka. What can you do? Please, this oh, is man. straight water H2O. of the spring. Anyway, I heard this song um, actually yesterday. It might be late, but the Isley Brothers and Snoop Dogg have a song out. Ed, yeah. Have you heard yeah. this? Yeah, I have. So they just dropped the video, I think, a week ago um, to coincide with their appearance on Versus. Man, it just reminded me. I forgot the title, by the way. Do you remember the, the name of the song? It's like Friends or something? Yeah. Something about Friends? Something like it. You know what it is? It's just a feel-good song. It's about yeah. being with friends, having a good time. Like, And it reminded me of what I miss a lot about R&B that I'm hearing, you know, newer stuff. You never hear feel-good music, stuff that makes you want to groove, stuff that makes you want to get together. Have a good time. You know, we saw, I watched the video. I saw Ronald Isley with that, with that gray beard. How old is he now? Like 80 something? He's got to be easily yeah. 70 or 80. Maybe not yeah, 80. Probably good good for him. He's looking good. Shout out to him for being, you know, grooving, having a good time. Like, that's what it's about. I need stuff like that in my life right now. We're in a tough time in this world yep. and in this country. We don't get stuff like that. So I was so happy to hear the song and video. What about you? Well, actually, with that song, I'm going to I'll mention this because uh, someone had asked me, did R. Kelly write that song? And uh, it does kind of sound like an R. Kelly song. And uh, I've looked at the credits and in nowhere does it say it's R. Kelly. It feels like R. Kelly. I can't believe I'm still saying R. Kelly. I don't think we're allowed to mention <laughs> him. But yeah, you uh, said it a lot. Are you saying R. Kelly's ghostwriting from jail? Well, you remember Remember when Sean Remixes on the jail phone on confessions. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was not shocking. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that song is written by R. Kelly. It sounds like it, but you know, there's politics involved. You don't want to attach your name too much to that guy, but the Isley brothers have done a lot with him. So take it for what you will. Well, just check the credits. Is there, if there's a guy named Kelly Robert that has been attributed <laughs> to the song, might be him. Who knows? Mm. I do feel it does feel Laura Kelly-ish. I'll give you that. Yes. But I look like it. Yes. Ed, what's your song of the week? What are you feeling right now? Well, yeah, I got to cheat because we missed um, a recording last week. So now I have two songs that I've really been feeling. Number one, this one just came out. Your boy JoJo, his song Official. Mm. I don't know what it is about that song, but I have been playing it. A lot. Wow. It's just so fun. It's just a fun song. It's JoJo. It's the, the rasp that you know. I don't know what it is about it, but that song really has stuck with me the past couple of days. So well, When you said your boy, who were you pointing at? I was pointing at Kyle. But oh, okay. My, uh, gotcha. that, it would I'm be just my... checking. I'm just, 
It would be my girl, Jojo. So I was kind of confused when you said my girl and then you said Jojo. Oh, no, you, Haley, you, you, not the you, other one. No, oh, okay. you interviewed him, Kyle, so that's now your boy. So. That's true. That's yes. true. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yes, y'all were talking. Is, I thought you were best buddies. That is a good song. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, the other song that I was feeling, and this came out last week, my boy Raheem Devon. So I was very oh, yes. excited. Yes. yes, yes. I was very excited to hear that he has a new project coming out with my other boy, Apollo Brown. If you aren't familiar with Apollo Brown, hip hop circles, they definitely are. One of the most underrated producers in the game right now. He's very soulful in himself. So putting Raheem and Apollo together, I feel like could be some real magic. They have an album coming out next month. The song is called Win a Man. I like it a lot. I think that this project could be something special. So I have my eyes open and my ears open for this one. Mm. Kyle, can I just say one thing? Yes. I have a release radar on Spotify. So I follow like all the all of our artists that we cover pretty much yes. like all the 90s artists, 2000s artists. Guys, there's not much coming out. No. Like I check that thing every Friday for new releases. Yeah. Because we don't always get sent everything. Artists sometimes just drop it, don't tell us. Guys, there's really not much coming out in R&B. Like, it's kind of sad, you know? And, you know, the Raheem joint is great. The Seven yeah. song is great. I found the Isley Brothers song, but there's not many choices I could have even came up with because there's just not no. much coming out. I'm sad about it. What about I'm the sad, too. I do wonder if it's just kind of an after effect of the pandemic. A lot of the albums it that could we be. had it could be. last year were probably worked on pre-pandemic, and now we're kind of in that space where folks just weren't able to record or... They're like, I can't tour, so why record? So we're probably in this weird space. I'm hoping things pick up as the vaccines and things start to open up a little yeah. bit. But you're right. I mean, I review an album like once every two months at this point. It's very so, weird. What about the Jacquees mixtape that just came out, Tom? Didn't Are we I, talking about this, Kyle? I mean, we're here. So, Kyle, you sent me a song. And oh, you my said, Tom, God. check this out. You said. What song was it, Tom? Tom you said, Tom. Jacquees covered some of your favorite artists, Joe, John B. Who's the other one? Darnell. Darnell, Darnell Jones, yeah. Yes. yes. Darnell. <laughs> Darnell. Southern, I got to use my Southern accent, but Darnell. Oh, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, anyway. Don't, he, covered, he covered They Don't Know by John B. I'm like, all right, it's going to be a cover. I mean, th there was auto-tune in the first verse. I had to turn it off immediately. What was Good going on? God. Because right. it's Jacquees. Why is anybody what surprised? Was... This man is nothing but a karaoke artist. Like, I'm what sorry, are we doing? Kyle, oh, man. listen, no, no disrespect, I mean, to anyone involved, but really, I, I couldn't even get through the first verse. Why was there auto-tune? Yeah. You're covering a classic song and you can't even sing the thing? I'm sorry. I, I just, That's true. It, it just hurt me. I mean, because that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. You know, and that's a timeless song. And like, that's not doing it justice. Well, you know, and well, here's my question. And this is not geared to Jacquees because, you know, Jacquees is Jacquees. But when a new artist covers a song, a classic at that and throws auto tune at it, who does it benefit? Because it's not going to benefit the audience that love the original. Yeah. They're just going to go back to the original. It's probably not going to be geared towards the new folks because. Yeah. That stuff is way too slow for them. Like, who does that, who's that geared towards? Actually, I think it is geared toward the new folks because here's what it is. A hit is a hit. It's a reason why you can take a song from the 60s that was a hit 
retool it in me a hit in 2021 because a hit's a hit. Sure. So they feel like that if they can take a hit and update it also by covering up bad vocals with some autotune and put it in 2021 or, oh, this is a new envision. This is a new vision of this classic song, but it's just the same song with some robot vocals on it. Mm. It ain't going to work because <laughs> the people who love the original will be immediately turned off. It'll be like throwing acid in their face. Wow. And those who are <laughs> feeling it now are not going to feel it for the very reason you said, Kyle. Mm. Because they're like, this isn't the vibe that we get with. They like vibes, but not those kind of vibes. So it's not going to work either way. So unless you can give it the actual oomph in your vocals or in the production that it deserves, leave it alone. Leave it mm. alone. Well, Kyle, yes. I'm, I'm going to flip it on you real quick. Because I got to give props to Jacquees. Because who else of his generation is even paying attention to the John B's and the Joes and the, and the Darnell Joneses of the world? N not anyone I'm aware of. Nope. I mean, Kyle, when you interview LMA, you got to ask her to name three John B songs. For oh, real, my God. And see what happens. That won't go too well. She no. might be able to do it, actually. I see her talking about classic R&B artists all In the all time. seriousness. Yes. In all seriousness. I'm, I'm just kidding. Yes. Because of that whole situation. But anyway, yes. I do give them props for at least acknowledging them. Even if he can't pull off their vocal performance, even if no one cares if he covered a John B song, at least he's acknowledging them and bringing light to their presence, That's his true. audience. So I give him credit for that. But one last thing, Ed, when you said mm -hmm. acid in the face, it reminded me of a conversation we had recently about Mortal Kombat. Wasn't there a character who spit acid or something? Or, oh, or that, was something? that was Reptile, right? Reptile. Oh, okay. yeah, my man, Reptile. Ed, Ed. So Reptile's out here singing R&B now, spitting acid. I like it. <laughs> well, listen, when I hear this auto-tune, that's what it sounds like to me. Oh. <laughs> it hits my face, and it turns to a skull. Shout out to the oh. Mortal Kombat movie that <laughs> drops next week. And, and Tom, on a side note, you're talking about artists that acknowledge like John B. and Donnell. Give Bruno Mars like four more albums once he's done with the 60s and the 70s. He'll soon enough oh get to them. My I'm goodness. just kidding. He's going <laughs> oh my God. He did New Jack Swing and then went backwards. So he's going to like the 40s next, I think. I don't know. The 40s? Good Lord. <laughs> Beethoven's on deck for Bruno Mars. Watch. If he can re if he can put some energy behind <laughs> some Beethoven, I'll be here for it. Wow. <laughs> uh, congrats to Silk Sonic, by the way, for hitting number one on the Billboard 100 with Leave the Door We ain't open. talking about that enough. A number one R&B song on Billboard. That's the thing. Mm, we're, we're Kyle, gonna, don't get me started. We'll, we'll talk about that next week. We're, we're running out of time. Uh, but, Ed, I promise you we'll talk about that next time. But right now, we need to make some money on this podcast. We need to get some Usher Bucks on deck. Oh, my God. Uh, From Jacquees to Usher Bucks. That's what we do. Hey, today. man, we need the, the Usher Bucks, and we also need the new album that Beacox has said is just about done. They're in the final, the, they're in that last minute. They're putting the final touches on it. It's ready to come out. Um, it's been such a weird, because Tom, that first record that he put out with LME, Beacox sent that to us in November of 2019. I remember. It made our top. Three wasn't number Something, two or three. Yeah, number two or in number twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I, wasn't that number one? I thought it was number one. No, there was no. Some, there was it was like song. number two. Yeah, number okay. one was uh after seven or something. Okay. No, after seven. No, <laughs> I think it was after seven. I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll, 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 I'll pull it up. Well, let me, well, let me explain. So, 
he dropped that record, a hit number one on Urban AC, and then he dropped uh, Sex Beat with Little John and Ludacris, which had a lot of internet buzz, didn't really do anything. But then he dropped Bad Habits, which Ed, you talked about last week, and uh, that hit number one as well. So he has the number one hits on the R&B charts. I'm not sure what his aim is, if he's trying to hit the pop charts, but I got to ask, is is he waiting too long? Because like, if I were him, I would have dropped the album certainly after the LMA record, but even Bad Habits, that was a big song, yet we're still waiting. Um, it's just kind of weird and at the same time interesting to see. Hold on, Ed. Number one in 2019, our boys, John B. and Darnell Jones, understand? Oh, that's mm. right. That's yes. right. Damn, that was two years ago. Yeah. It's been a long anyway. two years. Yeah. But Kyle, to your point, um, I think there are a couple of things at play here. First, I'll fuss about Usher books in a second, because you know I got fussing to do mm. there. But let's talk about the actual album. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt on this one because, again, we're in a weird time. So yeah. 2019, it wouldn't have made sense for that to at least drop sometime in 2020. But yeah. as I've said a million times, 2020 was a wash for a lot of people. And he yeah. may have said we're not going to be able to push this the way that we can. Yeah, I can just drop it. And yes. like it'll get some hashtags for a day. But the push that he may have planned for this, I don't know what he had planned. Maybe that got thrown off by the pandemic. So they just had to kind of lay low. Bad Habits did its thing. I really like that song. And maybe they're holding out hope that in 2021 they can get some momentum. And that's why we got these little stunts at the strip club i'll get on that later i cannot mm. stand stunts but i wonder if the reason why we've seen this halt in momentum is because of the pandemic and if that's the case he's gonna have to do something else on the back end of it to kind of stir some momentum up again because other than this old mess with the play money there hasn't been any conversation mm. i mean I, we get every six months or so because Shout out to my boy. I love B-Cops, but mm -hmm. we'll get something that says, oh, we we got this about to come out. We're putting the final touches on it. Reminds me of your friend that's always like, I'm right around the corner. Give me five yeah. minutes. But meet <laughs> up with y'all in five <laughs> minutes. Five <laughs> minutes have been 35 minutes. So mm. that's whatever. I know they're doing their thing. But it may be time for us to get another song to get some momentum rolling. Unless yeah. we think that this play money, this McDonald's money, this Monopoly money, is the push that we're looking for. Y'all can keep that. Ed, it actually reminds me of that friend you have, or anyone has, that you ask them if they're on the way to come hang out, and they say, yeah, I'm on the way. They haven't even left the bed yet to go and get ready. Yep. On the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hop in the shower. <laughs> texting you from the bed. I'm going to hop in the shower. Oh, man. All right, dude. But no, but the, um, Kyle, let me ask you this, Kyle, because yes. I often question, is it even... Like, what's even the meaning of releasing an album in 2021? Like, is, does it even matter for Usher? Is it even going to help him in any way? I feel like the singles, if anything, have done their part. They've kept him, his name in, in the spotlight. Yeah. Like, what is the album really going to accomplish? Mm, maybe a tour. That's the only thing I can think of. If he plays off the Confessions title, he can do a Confessions yeah. tour. Because what, that came out, it's going to be what, that came out in 2004, where... I'm trying to do the math here. What is that? 17 years? We're, uh, we're closing in on 20. Yeah. Well, so. hold on. He might want to hold off for 24, uh, 2024. Say it's a 20 year anniversary confession. Oh, New confessions Lord. out. 
I, I mean, can't get Usher bucks for two more years. I don't, like, I don't know. Just, Kyle, just give I, it. I don't know. No, like that's the only benefit I see right now for Usher to put out an album. I would say that the last few releases he's put out, that LMA record and Bad Habits, especially like those two, I think they they've put him back in our good graces in that he's no longer doing those weird trap songs that he was doing a few years <laughs> back. I'm just keeping it yeah. real, right? Uh, yeah. So from that standpoint, I think it's helped. <laughs> Will will a whole album help in terms of bringing him back to the mainstream in the way that we know? Probably not, just because R and B is not in that position right now. But will it help his, you know, his, his stature as a superstar? I, I don't know about that either, because it's no. just the climate. It has nothing to do with him. Yeah. Uh, but it might just open up an opportunity for him to tour. I know he has the Vegas residency that's set to take place during the summertime i don't know if that's still happening but that's the only thing because really r&b albums at this point i don't know aside from that twitter hype that goes on for about two days no one's oh, really looking for these anymore two days literally day and a half even though yeah. that yes yeah i mean it's sad but yes we are at the it's point sad. um i had someone shout me out on twitter not long ago and they were frank and they asked they were like what do you feel like because you you do these album reviews do you feel like we'll ever get like that classic album anymore? I haven't, I've told before, like I haven't given five star album in almost 10 years at this point. Like, will we ever get that? And, and I struggle with that because I don't feel like artists make albums like they used to. We get them occasionally, but like Kyle said, like, are we getting full R and B albums or are we getting 45 song playlists like cousin Chris and that, we're using that to fuel streams, but we aren't having albums in a way that we used to love and consume. So now it's just a product to push streams or a product to push touring, which they kind of always were, but even more so now. Yep. I really want this album because the songs that we've gotten are very good. Yep. So I want it. But do we need it? I don't know. That's a, I'll, I'll, I'll need it. You guys will need it. I don't know if. A general R&B fan that's listening to like this new yeah. age R&B will need it. So it is yeah. what it is. But yeah, let's put some money on this. Ed, which album will be will be better, the Silk Sonic album or this Usher album? We're gonna put five hundred Usher bucks on the line for this. <laughs> well, if we're putting five hundred Usher bucks on it. Put me down for five thousand Usher bucks, man. I that's a great question. They're gonna be two different sounds. Yeah, I, I mean, know the answer. Well, uh, we know your answer. Just mute his mic. But hmm. when no. it comes to <laughs> when it comes to albums, like we know more about Usher's, we don't really know much about Silk Sonic. They're kind of a, I don't know, they're a little bit of a wild card right now. If I had to put money on it, I would put money on Usher because it's a safer bet right now. I think both albums are going to be something. They're going to be something. Tom, the answer is so. It's Usher versus what is it? Semi Sonic. Silk Sonic. <laughs> Supersonics. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, well, Supersonics. Okay. Um, the answer is After Seven. That album will like probably I said, be good. Mute, Like that I said, album, hit the mute button. That, that I mean, album... Are you going to say that album will not be better than both of these albums we're talking about? After Listen to their last album. Their last album was great, yes. yes. Better than both really... of these? I would have to see about that player. Okay. And I'm a fan. In reality. And I just wanted to shout them out because I think we missed them 
last week they dropped their single. Yes. I don't think we got a chance to talk about no, it. No, we didn't. We did not. Yes. But yes, but after like seven, they got a dope single. I think the albums are really good, like the last one was. So yep. yes. Shout out to after seven. And I have no response on the other question. Just so you okay. know. Okay. So Ed, <laughs> five thousand Usher bucks on the Usher album. Just because it's the safer bet. And I All always right. bet safe. Some someone someone uh put that down. Uh wow, it's almost been an hour and we haven't even gone through the chicken intermission yet. Well, it's been we missed a week. We got a lot to get into. So, I have my own chicken intermission, actually. You do? Oh no. Well, no, it's a quick question for both of you. Is it ever okay. safe to buy chicken from a gas station convenience shop? What? No. Wait. No. What no. kind of what kind of chicken? Like they're actually they have a little setup and they're just you have a gas station, you have a, and then a store like attached to it, and oh. they're just yeah. cooking it on the little. And they have like, a little, little rotating thing, yeah. <laughs> like rolls around. That's probably sitting there for four days. I mean, yeah. I same? mean, how's that any different than going to Seven Eleven and getting a hot dog? Well, who well, does well, that's that? Exactly what I'm, that's who, the, who, that's who, the same thing. But who does that? Eat? A little Kyle, apparently. Oh man, <laughs> you should try their nacho cheese at Seven Eleven. Oh. You put that I on. Will say, you put that I on your hot dog. Nacho cheese. Put that on your hot dog next time, Ed. I'm telling you. You put it on the hot dog. Yes. Oh. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I have I had the nacho Kyle's, cheese. I stole <laughs> Kyle's chicken intermission. Kyle, go ahead. Uh, I just randomly searched this up before we got on here. Uh, another website listed the top five chocolate bars. This is mm. not. I'm not going to give you the order that they listed these in. It was actually 25, but I'm going to give you the five. Mm. I'm not going to give you the order, but I want you guys to rank them. Okay. Okay. So it was. Uh, so they had mentioned Kit Kat, Twix, mm -hmm. Snickers, uh, the Hershey's, the original one, just like the chocolate bar, and yeah. Reese's peanut butter cup. Hey, that's four. Reese's peanut butter cup. No, that was five. That was five. No, what Kit was the Kat, fifth one? Twix, Kit Kat, Snickers, Twix, Snickers, Hershey's. Oh, Hershey's. Okay. Yes. And then. That's the top Reese's. five. Yeah. Where's Three Musketeers in there? Damn. Three All Musketeers right. is in the trash, is where it is. Oh my wow. God. <laughs> what the? Wow. It's awful. I mean, can we just start out by stating the obvious? Kit Kat, a, Kit Kat is a watered down version, though, of Twix, is it not? Uh, mm. I don't know if I, I'd say it's a. They're similar. I would say they're cousins. I wouldn't say they're <laughs> down. Yes. I mean, you got to go with the original. You got to go with the Hershey's right here. No, player. Number one, you gotta, number one you gotta, is gotta, Snickers with a bullet. Come on. No, Snickers is the most overrated candy bar I've ever heard of in my whole life. Because fact. it's Tom, and Tom likes the plainest no. thing ever. So, of course, you, you only like the Why are you chocolate? messing up chocolate by adding peanuts to it? You don't like Man. chocolate and nuts? Damn. Damn. It's just a waste. Oh my gosh. This I'll say this a... though. Snicker, yeah. Snickers are a ripoff. Like they're this small, but they cost the same as like a chocolate bar is that that big. Because they have those nuts and they're so filling. Like I couldn't eat a Snickers <laughs> that long. <laughs> now hold on, Ed. Are you gonna tell me that Snickers is better than Milky Way? Yes. Oh wow. my cut this what? guy's mic off, Kyle. Please. My Milky Way is better than Snickers? What are you talking yeah. about? It must be Kyle. It must be a southern thing. All right. So wait, hold on. So the answer. <laughs> <What is laughs> so wait. So so Tom, your your favorite of those five is Hershey's, 
the original? Of course. You, the you, you the original is the plainest one. You can't mess up chocolate by adding nuts and other stuff you find in the ground. I don't know. And Ed, your favorite is the uh, the Snickers? Actually, I'm not a big candy bar guy, but by far, that's the best one here. Don't listen to Tom. He eats a bowl of water for dinner. Mm. So the list, <laughs> the, the list I gave you was actually in order from five to one. So their number one is Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. That's not that's a candy not bar. That's not even a candy bar. That's cheap. <laughs> Actually, well, then, I think they make is. a candy bar now. They but make I one, would I put that. I would probably put that above Snickers, but it's not. Well, a actually, candy Kyle, bar. I seen this thing. It was like a Reese's peanut butter cup with Reese's pieces inside. Now, wow, oof, man, that's, that's that. That's good right there. Wow. Ed, Wait a gonna... minute. Now you say that a Snickers is too much because it has nuts in it, <laughs> but you would eat candy with candy inside the candy. But nuts is not a piece of candy, though. Like that's making it too healthy. If you want to go with candy, <laughs> you got to put caramel, peanut butter. You know, mm. sugar, not nuts. Oh, yeah, that's too much. I don't want to eat a Starburst with Skittles inside. All right, Ed, Ed's that answer should have been Ed's answer should have been trail mix, I think. Oh, I man. With a little- <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, I love trail mix. So I'm hating <laughs> trail. Even with the raisins? Oh, yes. the raisins. Oh, man. Yes, um, I don't eat it with the raisins. I don't I- like it with the M&Ms. That's gross. Actually, Tom, that reminds what? me. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, Reese's Peanut Reese's actually released a new... Uh, Thing for their peanut butter cups i think like the outside coating is peanut butter and then the inside i don't know if they've like flipped them around and inverse oh that's it where weird the, where the inside is chocolate or if the whole thing is just peanut butter no that's just weird that i don't, I don't want know that. that's gross <laughs> yeah, man. uh yeah uh you know uh, i want to quickly point out here and i want to hear your thoughts on it and we don't have to really get into a huge discussion because i know we're running out of time but i spoke to carrie hilson recently Super nice. Uh, I've met her in person once and she remembered me. And uh, last time we had a great conversation and, you know, I recently interviewed her. Another great conversation and something that she said really struck out, um, stuck out to me. And I hope most uh, like more artists take this into consideration. Carrie said right now she's not really um, passionate about putting out music, which is why she's decided to put her focus into filming, which she's doing great in. But I think there has to be a thing for us as consumers to understand some artists, especially at this point, they don't feel the need to put out music. They don't want to put out music. So we need to stop telling them to put out music. Um, I feel, I feel that. I mean, yeah. listen, what is the urgency to put out music when, especially you're an artist like a Carrie Hilson, you've done your thing before. I think sometimes we forget that even though for a lot of these artists, music is a passion, it's also a job. And if you don't enjoy your job anymore, you're not going to keep doing your job. It's no different than the dude that works at the 7-Eleven is turning Tom's chicken on the thing. Oh, man. Like, if you're not (laughs) enjoying your Yes. So if you're not enjoying your job, it's pretty hard when, like, she may like creating music, but the actual process of putting out an album and touring and, and promo and dealing with people on Twitter, bringing up Beyonce every five seconds. And stop bringing up Beyonce and Carrie's beef. There's no beef. Biggie told you what beef was. It was not Beyonce wow. and Carrie Hilson. Wow. Give it up. Wow. But when we take that away, she may love making music in her crib, but when it comes to all of the other stuff that comes with it, yeah. I can't blame her. Go get your, your film dollars, sis. Do your thing. Now, Tom, 
Carrie's not passionate about music right now. That's not her focus. But can we give some love to some artists that we feel? Because it's it's certainly impressive to see artists who have been in the game for a long time that still have that love and passion for it. Because it's not many, but I mean, the first one to come to mind to me is Lettucey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we talked about this offline, and yeah. um, listen, if I don't name any someone here. I, it's not personal. I just know what I see on, on Instagram or what someone tells me in an interview. I can't name everyone. Yeah. So this is just people I see on Instagram who appear that they're having fun and enjoying the art of creating yes. and not even necessarily to put out. They just like making music. So yep. I want to shout out our boy, John B. Yep. I want to shout out Maya, who seems to live in the studio at this time. You know, she doesn't have to. Yep. Raheem Devon, this oh, guy yeah. seems like he has mm-hmm. a project out every six months. Yep. My boy Eric Roberson. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Lettucey. My boy RL, who yep. you know, a lot of these artists have studios in their home. And and the purpose of that is not to make money. They just want to go down to their basement and create because that's an outlet for them. Yeah. Like this podcast is an outlet for us. That's their outlet. So power to them, even if they don't make money off of it or ever release it. Um well, Lewis York. I got to give credit to Lewis York. Our Claude guy. and Chuck. Yep. Claude and Chuck. Yep. Having so much fun making music. Like, it's just so fun to see. And uh, I wish it was like that for most artists. But um, remember, this is a business. You yeah. know, they, they you know, a lot of artists, they got to do it for a living. And they can't just afford to maybe make music for fun. So it's not to diss anyone. But yeah. shout to those who we see have Tank, too. Tank, yep. I got to give credit to Tank. He's in the studio. I mean, he's putting out mixtapes. He made that passion mixtape last year. Yeah. And um, Kyle, your boy, you mentioned one. You want to yep. talk I'd about say, him? I mean, Chris Brown, Ed, whether you like it or not, the guy drops like 90 songs a year. He's in the studio. He does. So. He's in the studio. I wish he stayed yeah. a little longer, stayed in there and tightened them songs up. Oh, but come on. If we're talking passion, <laughs> if we're talking passion, and I'm not reviewing, Yes, the passion is there. And I agree with yeah. everybody you said. Lewis Short, for sure. Yeah. Lettucey, for sure. I throw Stokely in there. Raheem Devon, for sure. And you can tell. You can tell the music of people who really enjoy what they're doing. You can't listen to a Lewis York song and not mm. feel the energy coming from that song. Yeah. And that's because they really enjoy what they're doing. So I think it means more when you have that passion. Right. Let me ask you this before we move on. When do you think was the last time Lauren Hill was in the studio? Well, I don't know. Probably, probably when gas was 98 cents. Oh, it's man. Been a long time. I remember that. I do remember those days. <laughs> no, it's it was like, like two. It was like 2002, if I remember correctly, or something like that. No, it's just interesting for someone like her who hasn't dropped anything in so long. You have to think she might be in the studio and just recording it for her own self, but maybe Lauren, not. Lauren seems like the type that would just get her guitar. And we've seen a little bit of this on Instagram with her family. Gets yeah. her guitar, just does her thing in the living room, yeah. and everybody has fun and sings. She has long just tossed away the industry because of her struggles and whatever happened. And we can go back and forth on it. He said, she said, there. Yeah. But I think that could be it. Like she has no desire to make another album. Andre 3000 has said a million times. I don't care about this money and fame. I just like music, so mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to do anything else because I don't want to do all that. Yep. So it's just different. It's not stardom for everybody. It's just the creation process. 
yeah so we need to stop bugging people about dropping new music just let them do it when they want to and uh when they're ready to just go support it tom can we do ed's love letter do you have something prepared for him this week oh man i've been waiting for this moment guys no can boy I explain, can i explain this in my own words <clears throat> oh, ed you has this he has this great column on his site soul and um some of his readers write in uh with their situations and that perfectly responds to them i love reading those it's so interesting ed you're a master uh I some of your readers are a little a little off I'll, a I'll little <laughs> <laughs> but anyway the way we do this is i read i'm going to read a song lyric and ed you're going to respond to this artist like they were writing into you exactly so this is a fun one kyle yep i'm going to read the lyric See, my days are cold without you, but I'm oh, hurting while I'm with you. <laughs> and though my heart can't take no more, I keep on running back to you. Ed, now, Ed, how would you help this this young lady? <laughs> Ed, let me just say this: that is the realest line of all time, Ed. <laughs> this is the realest line of all time. Let me every, tell you something. Ed, every female goes girlfriend. through that. <laughs> I never understand. Why, look, player, when you are taught when you were a child, if you touch a hot stove, it's going to burn you. And <laughs> one time after you touch it once, you're like, ouch. If you want to tempt fate, you don't do it again and again and again. So why mm. is this girl who will not be named continuing to touch a hot <laughs> stove while Biggie's beat plays in the background? At some point, sister, you got to learn to pull yourself away from the hot stove. Stop running back to Terrence Howard and the crazy stuff that's going on in your video. Now, wow. in, in defense of Ashanti, Terrence Howard is one of the best actors. Yes. I don't watch a lot of movies. But you know but him? <laughs> you know him. That's good. the one actor you know? That is one of the few actors I know. So oh he's pretty God. good. Wait, in I, that I, music video, didn't Terrence Howard like pull out like stacks of hundreds and give it to Ashanti? Yes. I, I'd stay too, then. <laughs> <laughs> but then she got around her friends and said, you ain't never going to change, and then stomped out of the room. But then you then right after that, you just saying that you were going to be running back to him. So where are we? Where are we? Yeah. Ah, young Ashanti. At some now point, she, you got to keep it moving, Ashanti. Now all Ashanti does is, is post pictures from the beach somewhere on Instagram. Yeah. And Kyle is running back to that Instagram <laughs> account. <laughs> Double tap every time. <laughs> oh my god! Sometimes triple so tap just so you can see the heart twice. Oh my <laughs> god! My. Oh man! Uh, Why am I here? Have some oh dignity, man. man. <laughs> oh man! You know what's funny? Somebody actually asked us to. Uh, they wanted us to do a whatever happened to, and I forget who the artist was. This is not. Oh. Good. No, I, I know you're talking about. It was. I, it was someone I never even heard of. Really, it was like some obscure artist who had one song or something. Give me one second. I'm gonna look this up. Uh, Ed, tell us what's going on with So in Stereo while I look at this. I will do that while you dig up this mystery artist. So anyway, SoInStereo.com. Go check this out because, as we've been talking about earlier, we have a. You know, usually I do like my album rankings and I do some deep dives into discographies. But when my man DMX died, I just wanted to do something personal. So I just dropped my 25 favorite DMX songs. No rankings, no scorings, no criticism, just my five favorites. So not even put in any type of order. 
check that out and just kind of relive some of the best and some underrated cuts from my boy Earl Simmons. Also, speaking of my boys, I have ranked my boys the clip shout out VA. Mm. I have ranked their whole entire discography along with Malice and Pusha's solo album. So that's a big old list that you can check out. And then finally, even though album reviews are pretty slim these days, I did review the new album from my boy Conway the Machine. Check that out. One of the better hip-hop joints of the year. Mm. Uh, On that clip's note, uh, I will agree with you now that Hell Hath is better than Lord Willen, but I prefer Lord Willen. Really? Absolutely. From a a top-to-bottom standpoint, I think it's fair, but... In terms of not like even close to me, the era and that Neptune sound, Lord Willen is the obvious choice. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. that early 2000s Neptunes is your sweet spot, so of course it is, but yes. objectively, ain't even close. Yes. Lord Willen, Philly's most wanted debut album, right? You oh know, my, Philly's most wanted, right there, neck and neck. Neptune's even Philly's most wanted is giving you a side <laughs> album. <of that. laughs> All right, oh, uh, before Tom, before you get into uh, the you know, I got soul stuff. I found the person we're supposed to talk about here, Ed. Uh, they okay. had this record called Soundtrack of My Life. The artist's name is Demi. Do you know this Demi? Demi. <laughs> How do you spell it? D-E-E-M-I. Oh, I do remember that name. Wow. That was the early 2000s or mid-2000s. I need to look that up. I she do was... remember that name. She was what was the name of the single? soundtrack of my life yes oh, i vaguely scene. remember this all right was there so, an album well here's what check. here's what our friend cameron haley said she was signed to atlantic records slash family ties chris styles was the one who discovered her she was about to come out with an album she was blowing up and literally nothing happened and she literally disappeared she doesn't have social media she had that one hit song and nothing else her album hit song years later and other than that nothing else I just want I'm to know what happened Wikipedia. to her. She, mm. It was 2007. I remember I was in Louisville. So 2007. Yeah, 2007. Yep. I, and I should hit know this song. Thing. It did not even charge, so I can't give you hit song. Well, first that, of bro. all, your friend uh, JoJo Haley's daughter, whoever wrote this email mm. to you, JoJo uh, Haley's daughter. <laughs> what was her name? Charlie Haley. Cameron. Well, they didn't even say. They said she had a hit song. I would have known if it was 2000. It was not a hit song. It was definitely not a hit song. I and remember it got, it got some play. It didn't chart, but it got some play. Like, on, I one, definitely like on 106 in Park? It, maybe. No, I mean, I, it, I know I've heard this song before. It, what is this on the verge of blowing up? Come on. This is like exaggeration. It's fine. Like, I would... Like I would say... If we've never heard of the person. Yeah. like, no, like I would, on the top of things. I would say Toya... The chick that sang I Do, like that to me is like a whatever happened to because I Do is an actual hit. And I think we yeah, all I recognize Toya. I, yeah. I don't know this Demi person, and I was actively listening to RB in 2007. Listen, I'm going to I'm gonna go check it out because I do vaguely remember this. All right, that's our that's our assignment at the end of the show. There's homework. a there's a good chance that was Demi themselves emailing you. That's all it I probably say. was. <laughs> it was Demi. Oh man. Wikipedia says she's the Hood's princess. So Ashanti has a competition there. <laughs> I thought that was Sharifa. Nope. Mm. It's Demi. Uh, oh, man. Demi. There's a Wikipedia page on 
Wikipedia. Yeah, she's got a uh, whole Wikipedia. All right, if she has a Wikipedia, then there might be some leg to this. But Tom, uh, you know, I got so let me start first. I uh, interviewed Carrie Hilson recently. Did a great interview with her. Uh, talked primarily about her her film career, but snuck some music questions in there. I interviewed Woody, formerly of Drew Hill. Great interview there. Great interview. Um, Tom, here, I mean, Ed, here's a funny story for you. Uh, at one point, when uh, Smokey decided he didn't want to do play anymore, it was just static and black. And uh, someone actually suggested to Woody that he should hop on. So it would have been Woody, black, and static. Really? But I don't, Woody I can't even, yeah, I can't even comprehend that. Yeah. Would have been Isn't it ironic, though, how it ended up? Yes, that yeah. is quite a black ended up in Drew Hill. The, yeah, the other direction. Crazy. Yeah. But anyways, uh, and Tom, I think you interviewed Kindred, the family soul. Yeah, that was uh, a couple weeks ago. Their their album, Auntie and Unk, is out. Support that. Uh, the Shindellas interview will be on the site any day now. Oh, yes. Them on Instagram Live. Lewis York's group. Hold on. Um, their new single is freaking amazing. It's it's definitely different than anything you'll hear when yep. you listen to R&B music. So shout out to yes. the whole weirdo yeah, workshop. Yeah. Now, I just love artists who do stuff because they're passionate about it. You know, yep. you got to respect the Shandellas, Lewis York, all of them. So absolutely. Yep. Yep. Other than that, though, there's not really much, like I said, coming out. I'm waiting for, I guess, Stokely's album is the next release. Yep. yep. What's the date on that? End of this month? I believe so. Um, I yeah, and we also have Rochelle Jordan. Mm, folks yes. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. That over. So I'll have the review of that soon. So, yeah. Those are probably Other than that, up. though, guys, I don't think anything else is on the horizon for releases. No. Unless Queen Nigel just, just dropped the deluxe version of her album. I also I want to talk about that next week because these labels are doing this weird thing where they'll, where they'll drop an album and then like four months later, they'll drop the deluxe in hopes to like revive streams because mm. it gives the uh, album a second look. I want to talk about that next week because that's an interesting thing that they're doing. But yeah, I think that's it for this week. All so, right, I'm about to I'm about to head over to the gas station get some Snickers and chicken off the uh, Tom, grill. four days old. Get get the nacho oh, no. cheese. I'm I, <laughs> it's yellow, it's sticky, it's hot, but it it tastes good. Now I would put it, the nacho cheese on chicken. I'll be honest. I would. I would. Oh yes. Like and and make <laughs> and make sure when you bring your wallet that you're bringing real money and not usher bucks, please. Oh. <laughs> Look, it works in the strip club. You might might be your lucky night, Tom. Throw some <laughs> on the floor. All right, Usher think, books. This oh is man. what we're doing now. Usher, we love you. We need that new album ASAP. <laughs> and keep the monopoly money. Yes. Uh, all right, we're out of here. Everyone have a good weekend, a safe weekend, and we'll be back next week to talk more R and B.